0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Movie Digest. I am Jake Q. And I'm Finn. And today is our top five casting decisions. So, casting decisions, the wake of, well, the original idea was because of Doctor Who. and uh...
1: Well, that's right. When we came up with this one, it was just after the news that Peter Capaldi mm-hmm. of um, the Thick of It fame was announced as the 12th incarnation of the Doctor. Are you happy Doctor that fame? it's a Scot? Um, another scot well i I think it's a good decision i don't know is he going to play it as a scot though because um david tennant didn't play dr who as a scotsman
0: i didn't know david tennant was scottish until a very <laughs> long time after i saw him he's from my hometown is he along with Jared butler yeah nice bit of trivia there yeah
1: but yeah i i, I suppose it, it's more relevant today after the news over the weekend that um there's probably something we can talk about a bit later on in the movie news section it's after the news that Ben Affleck was announced as the new Batman amazing I can tell you I thrilled that's going to be some good chat later on yep. do, do you want to go first then go okay right
0: so these are basically films that would not be the same if the actor playing the role wasn't that actor yeah so number five Robert Downey Jr. in Iron Man
1: okay we've got a crossover <laughs> <already>. <laughs> actually no I, 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 I knew that you were going to do that so I left him off purposely oh, really? it was a very close mention though but
0: yeah yeah, I, I don't think anyone else could play him no. really. It's, he's got he's literally got everything in his own life to play the real character. Yeah, so it's perfect casting. I th- I think
1: as well it it's not a popular thing, but I'm not I'm not a massive fan of the Avengers. I thought it was a good movie, like it was good fun. But he by far and away him and Tom Hiddleston, I think, are the two best things about yeah. the Avengers movie.
0: So number four. Any of the Ghostbusters, <laughs> especially Bill Murray. <laughs> I thought Ghostbusters was going to be in there. Well, actually, because that was
1: one of the ones I was going to talk about. I didn't put them in there, but it's because originally, obviously, it was a completely different cast, wasn't yep. it?
0: It was um, well, it was Dan Aykroyd and... Harold Ramis. No, uh, Dan Aykroyd and Steve, the one from Blues Brothers. John Belushi. John Belushi, yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be them, and the script started with them in space. <laughs> going around sucking up ghosts when the, after you know years of doing it and it was just too expensive to make so they went let's do it the other way and start from the beginning
1: because originally it was meant to be John Belushi playing Bill Murray's part yeah and I think um, was Eddie Murphy not supposed to be in it as Winston as well
0: I don't think it had that many characters at that time did it not? no
1: because I was reading as well John Candy was supposed to be in it he was going to play the part of Lewis um, yes. Tully yeah and he was meant to be a more straight-laced kind of business type character but then they swapped him out for. Yeah. I'm glad they did. Rick, uh, Rick Moranis, yeah, he was good in it. He's great. Uh, number
0: three, mm-hmm. Sir Ian.
1: As Sir Magneto. Aaron. As
0: Magneto. Yeah. Uh, okay.
1: Okay. I really enjoyed him as that. Um, but it's, the things with that is that I, I agree with you. He is amazing in that. But could you not have just got any kind of aging old English actor to do? No, it? no, dear boy. Mm. It had to be Magneto and Ian. Sir Ian. Sir Ian. Sir Ian. Sir, well, Sir Ian. Well, who
0: else would you put in there? Derek Jacobi.
1: no I I, I don't know I maybe I'm trying to think of that kind of like level this is my
0: top five okay yeah no no no, I'm
1: just (laughs) I'm just wondering but because there there were quite a lot of these roles when I was thinking of it that like there were amazing roles and characters but is that is it purely just because of them or is it because they're of a certain ilk so that anybody could have like Michael Gambon so I'm not saying that he would have been better as Magneto but as a kind of like authoritarian, I don't think he had the graphics, got graphic
0: gravitas because he's not as good as um, <clears throat> uh, Dumbledore in Harry Potter as Richard Harris was. Oh, yeah. He doesn't have the same sort of presence as yeah. it were. Yeah, and he yeah. could, and like with James Bond, we know lots of people can play James Bond. Yeah, exactly. So um, even someone like Sean Connery wouldn't have made it better. Mm. Makes make sense. Number two, Christopher Lloyd. Doc Brown, <laughs> Back to the Future. Yep, because the original choice for Marty was Eric Stoltz. Stoltz. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen any footage oh. of him. I've seen pictures of him dressed up when they're doing the, the nighttime scene of them, you know, the car going back. But apparently, well, why them, was he? Why was he taken off it again? It just he just wasn't right for the role.
1: Oh, but they they, they cast him and started filming him. Yep. with him,
0: though. I think they wanted Michael J. Fox from the start, but he couldn't do it because of family ties. But Harry uh, okay. Styles was just so wrong that it just, this just had to get it sorted. Yeah, which is crazy. But um, yeah, no one else could do it like Christopher Lloyd. Did. I
1: bet it, that's probably true. I think he's, but he's just such an amazing actor. I was actually watching him um, over the bank holiday. The Adams Family was on TV. It's the yeah. first time I've seen it probably since I was about ten years old. Yeah. Um, but and I completely forgotten most of it but re-watching yeah. it I remembered all the different scenes and he is just fantastic
0: as Uncle Fester he's brilliant that. he's in the Star Trek films as a Klingon as well is he? yeah
1: which which one?
0: the one where they the one before they have to get shot around the moon I can't so, remember they all kind of blur into well, one, of the, one big is it movie Star after Trek, the second it Star Trek for Spock? I think it's that one I haven't seen that one with um, Hulk Hogan and him <laughs> what was that? Hulk Hogan's. Uh, I think he's from space or something. What? Yeah. Or oh, Christopher Lloyd's from space. I can't remember what it's called, but it's. Oh, uh, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, it doesn't look very good.
1: I the only movie that I can remember Hulk Hogan being in was is it? It was he in a film called The Nanny, Mister Nanny. Mister Nanny. That's it. It might have and been that. I think he was in one of the Three Ninja films. Really? You remember there was a the, the, our franchise earlier called No know called called the Three Ninjas. Or the Three Little Ninjas, and it's like three young boys who are ninjas. No. And I think he might be in the second or third one of those.
0: Amazing. Didn't yeah. have quite the same success that The Rock is having. <laughs> no. Uh, my number one, Harrison Ford, is Indiana Jones. Ah. Ah. Okay. I, I, he's not on my list. He's not on your list? No.
1: But but I and mean, that's also not the role that I thought you were going to go for. Oh, right. I, th- I thought Han Solo yeah, would be. Yeah,
0: Han Solo is. I think more Indiana Jones because he's... Uh, He's got like a dual role, isn't he? Is the archaeologist and the teacher? Yeah. So he does the teacher well, as well as the archaeology bit, like the running around and shooting stuff, as well as yeah, the working things out. Bit. Of course, Tom Selleck was.
1: Yeah, he was supposed, supposed to be. To, well. yeah, I
0: could. He was. He was cast, yeah. and then what was the reason that they pulled, he pulled out again? I can't remember. The star was too big, maybe. Not sure.
1: <laughs> was he not filming um, or contracted to Magnum PI or something? No I I idea. No idea. Can't remember what it was. That's my top five. Nice, that's a good top five. I think I don't think we've got any crossovers, which is good. I was very close to putting in a couple. I nearly put in Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man because, like you said, he's amazing. I, I, will, I did, He didn't make it, but you can't really argue against Johnny Depp being Captain Jack Sparrow. I just can't really think of anybody true. else playing that. Um, even very true. Even though I don't really like the pirate films, <laughs> apart from the first one. Or so was Hanteris S- Thompson it. either? Although he is played by Bill Murray in uh, with a Buffalo Room. Really? Yeah. Which mm. is good. I have to check that out. Yeah, it's good. But anyway, cracking on with the top five. Number five for me is it is kind of a, a small one, but I just completely made these films for me is uh, J. K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson, the editor of the Daily Bugle in the Spider Man movies, the Sam Raimi yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, he he's good. just absolutely brilliant in that role. Yeah. So funny. Um much
0: better than uh the- Morpheus in Superman. Perry White, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> so that that was number five. Number four, Gary Oldman as Norman Stansfield in Leon. Yes. It's just I I can't imagine that character being played better by any other yeah. person. It's that's just very,
0: that's a good one. That flawless. I should have thought of that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, but I think that whole film's cast brilliantly well because we were talking a couple of weeks ago about the vast majority of child actors are terrible. Yeah. And in Leon, it needed to be someone that was a, that was a good actor, and Natalie Portman was just fantastic. But also Jean Reno as well plays the kind of moody hitman thing yeah. quite well. So uh, it's a brilliant cast.
0: Did you see that tweet from um, Simon Pegg? <laughs> he said he, his daughter met the actor that plays Leon, and his daughter's name is Matilda. Oh, no, so really? he's stoked when he, his, when uh, Jean Reno said. Matilda. Matilda. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, number three. was surprised this
1: one wasn't on your list. Christoph Waltz as ha- Captain Hans Lander in *Inglorious Bastards.
0: Nah.
1: Oh, There is there's no one else that could have played that role. Nah. Absolutely no one else. And he completely made the film. Nah. Not a fan. Wow. That's he just...
0: He's good, but he's, not... uh, he's amazing. It was a bit of a generic role. It was just bad guy. German Bad guy.
1: Oh, I think that's underselling it nah. so so badly because he's got like this psychotic side to him, but also a, like amazing comedic timing. And he's just, it, he, despite him being a Nazi and the guy called the Jew Hunter and doing all these things, mm. you actually kind of find yourself rooting for him most of the film because his personality is so winning and just he's interesting. And oh, I, I don't know, I think he's amazing in that and rightfully won the, the Oscar as well. <laughs> Number two for me is Sean Connery. All as right. Dr. Henry Jones Sr. in <laughs> The Last Crusade. Junior! Junior. <laughs> um, I I went for him, I went for Sean Connery's that above James Bond because what well, in my mind, the quintessential James Bond is Sean Connery. Yeah, from the would, books he is. Yeah. But that would be putting down the Bond I grew up with, Pierce Brosnan, who I think is brilliant. <laughs>
0: I grew up with Buddy Moore. <laughs> so, well, there
1: you go. The um, Dalton one's good. Daniel Craig is fantastic. So I, I think with that, it's kind of, it's going to be different things that uh, an actor brings to that role. Yeah. But there's no one else I could imagine playing they did it so Indiana well, Jones' they? dad. That's what they said when, they were, when they were casting it, they said, who's the only person cooler than Indiana Jones? It's, it's James Bond. Yeah. So they wanted to get James Bond to play his dad, which is brilliant. Excellent. And number one for me, again, I wasn't surprised it wasn't on your list, Heath Ledger as the Joker. Nah, in the Dark I Blade.
0: thought about that one. I thought, well, you got Jack Nicholas. Playing the role, and everyone thought, oh you can't better it." And then Heath Ledger came along and did a really good job. But they've both done a really good job in different ways.
1: Yeah, I, well, I'd agree with you. I just think that I just think that with Heath Ledger, because there was such a a wave of kind of hate for him when he was first cast. People like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in in after the, the the Ben Affleck thing was announced, um, or at uh, the weekend. Everybody on Twitter was just being like, oh, this is ridiculous, terrible. And then there was a guy who created this post on Reddit going back to the message boards when Heath Ledger was announced and taking all the comments just going, they've wrecked the franchise, who is this guy, you know, blah, 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 pretty boy, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And and then you see he totally makes that film. And I I think to me as well, like being a Batman fan growing up, he might not look like the, the joker really of like the cartoon and the the comic books and stuff yeah. but the essence of his character is the closest i've seen to any portrayal of the the complete anarchy yeah. that goes with the joker whereas with the thing i do i do love jack nicholson in batman but the thing is it's very camp what well, yeah it is but it's also jack nicholson as the joker whereas there's nothing really yeah. of Heath ledger's personality you feel apart from his un- unbelievable acting ability coming through as the joker also, in in that Batman film, the first one, he's got a backstory. You know, like he was a bad Jack guy. And yeah, yeah, and he yeah, falls yeah. into the toxic blah, blah blah and cuts his face and stuff. Whereas in the Dark Knight, he has no backstory. Yeah, he doesn't come from anywhere. It's got no record. And I love that because in almost every film you see, every bad guy is shown to have some sort of thing that made him go bad. Yeah, because we have no well, idea like what the Joker Freeze. does that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Which humanizes them more, and just um, that's why the Joker, Heath Ledger's Joker, is just fantastic. So that's my number one. There you go. Um, it, just when I was researching this, though, I couldn't help but look at um, bits of casting that never came to fruition. So yes. we've already gone over yeah. a couple of them, like uh, Tom Selleck as uh, Indiana Jones. but There are a couple that I'd never heard of before. Apparently, the front runner before Arnold got the gig for the Terminator, it was between Lance Heinrichson and O.J. Simpson. What? Yep. And ah. um, apparently he wasn't cast. This is a beautiful ironic twist. He wasn't cast because the studio felt that nobody would be convinced that such a nice guy would be capable of murder. <laughs> <laughs> and then or, yeah. uh, tragically of course uh, he was um involved in a in a mm-hmm. murder scandal some I'll years say, later. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know about that. Um apparently before Harrison Ford was cast as Han Solo, there there were a couple of people that that were auditioning for the role. Christopher Walken was one of them. Hey, um, Chewy, but, get in there. What are you problem? doing? <laughs> uh, Kurt Russell? Can you imagine him as handsome? I could, I think.
0: Bill Murray? Nah, too sarcastic. Chevy Chase? Just, no, you know, just wouldn't no, no, no. work.
1: Um, and then there was a whole host before Bruce Willis was cast as uh, John McClane. Schwarzenegger, Sly Stallone, Burt Reynolds, Richard Gere, mm. Mel Gibson, and Harrison Ford were all mm. asked and turned down the role. So. And of course, I, I think one of the biggest ones, a, a guy who I just eternally feel sorry for, is uh, Dougray Scott, because he was up for, but apparently, one of the names being considered for the role of Neo in The Matrix. Really? And it didn't work out. And also he was originally meant to play Wolverine in the X-Men films and was mm. was actually cast, but because he was shooting Mission Impossible 2 at the time, yeah. the shooting for that overran he had to drop out of X-Men and went to Hugh Jackman, and Hugh Jackman's yep. kind of gone from strength to strength after that literally um, yeah <laughs> and one of the weirdest ones as well I found was apparently I know you haven't seen the film The Notebook um, but it's a Ryan Gosling movie but the love interest that he has in that is Rachel McAdam who's from Mean Girls and is absolutely fantastic in that film but that was originally meant to be played by Britney Spears oh god which would have given the movie a slightly different
0: yeah. turn I think But anyway there we go nice so let's switch to movie news.
1: Movie news. What wow. have you got for me? Well, we've already kind of touched on it, but I yeah. want to get your your perspective. What do, what do you make of Ben Affleck getting the role of Batman?
0: I, well, I want to know what process they went through to decide that. I mean, it doesn't look like Batman. Doesn't sound like Batman. Doesn't have any gravitas to any of the roles I've seen him in. Maybe is he in, is he good in Argo? Yeah, he's great
1: in Argo. Yeah. I I just. My own point of view, I think he gets a really harsh press yeah. and it's unwarranted. And I think what's kind of given him a, a greater sense of legitimacy for, to the Hollywood hacks the last couple of years have been the films that he's directed and starred yeah. in at the same time. So I've talked before about The Town, which I think is a vastly underrated film. He's fantastic in that. Argo as well. Uh, and, and also, he, he I don't think he was in it, but he directed uh, Gone Baby Gone, which he directed his, his younger brother in. Which are amazing films. To be perfectly honest, I think I would pre- prefer to see Ben Affleck directing it rather than starring in it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I do like Ben Affleck. And Daredevil is nowhere near as bad as everybody no, I makes mean it. It's, it's not a great film, mm-hmm. it flaws, but I thought he was quite good. I agree with you, though, maybe about. I think
0: he's got the chin, though. He's got, like, I think he could pull off the He hasn't got look. the sort of. My parents have been killed about him. <laughs>
1: yeah. <Doesn't laughs> it? I don't know. I, I, it all I, I, depends on just what direction of
0: take the film as well yeah
1: exactly, apparently um, it's rumours it's not been confirmed yet but Brian Cranston Walter White from Breaking Bad is apparently meant to play, going to be playing Lex Luthor so it could be quite interesting I think yeah. as well, I just I hope it's different, I mean you know, I made my, my feelings clearer in Man of Steel a couple of weeks ago yeah. it just feels like an opportunity missed. miss so, but I'm eternally hopeful and anything that gets us closer to a full on Justice League movie <laughs> I'm all on board for So, yeah. DC boy yeah, <laughs> I have you seen the Inbetweeners movie? No, it's really good. because You should watch it. And um, but they they've just announced the a sequel, ah, um, coming out in twenty fifteen. So that joins a, a an ever growing list of amazing films that are meant to well potentially amazing films that are meant to come out that year, including Jurassic Park four, Star Wars Episode Seven, Mission Impossible five, meh, yeah. Fantastic Four reboot by the Marvel Studio this time, mm, yeah, uh, Avengers two, yeah. Uh, Terminator Five, yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean fifteen or whatever yeah. they're on now, Independence Day two, uh, the Batman and Superman movie, uh, Ant Man, Bond twenty four, Finding Dory, and of course most importantly SpongeBob SquarePants the movie too. Oh, <laughs> um, a lot I reckon, then. Yeah, it's. I think it'll be. I think it'll be quite a good year for a movie. This year so far has not really impressed me that much. No, it hasn't it's really been anything, it's it? not really even the big blockbusters of. Meh. And they kind of come and go on. and like things like the end of the Carnetto trilogy should have been better, I think, than they were. I, I enjoyed The World's End, but it still wasn't amazing. Nope. Apparently, I, I don't really know how this would work out, but apparently there are talks just now to do a Rambo TV series.
0: Yeah, I've heard about it. There's no idea what the premise would be.
1: But I, I just don't know. Why would they make it? And it's apparently it's meant to be starring Sly Alone. I'd rather just see another Rambo movie. That was good, the last one. Yeah, it was, it was great. Yep. But I don't know why they don't do
0: that, rather than putting into a TV show.
1: I don't know. I don't know how it would work.
0: I've got one bit of TV news following up oh, yeah? on that. Apparently, they want to make a TV series of 12 Monkeys.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. I'd be quite interested
0: by that, because yeah. it's a huge universe, so there's a lot of potential things you could do there. But, but. it's made by the same TV channel that brought us such classics as Sharktopus and oh, Sharpnado. No. Sci fi? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so who knows? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That
1: kind of dampens that yeah. a little bit, doesn't it? <laughs> um I suppose the other big bit of T V news again, we touched on this at the top of the the top of the podcast was the fact that um Peter Capaldi's been confirmed yes. to play Doctor Who, the new Doctor Who. You're yeah. not a fan, are you? you Just no it? interest in it. It's too yeah.
0: low budget for me. It's which is I, I, weird because I like Sherlock, it's brilliant. It was written and directed by the same people. Yeah. So I don't know why I don't like Doctor Who, but it just seems a bit. Uh. But
1: to be fair, Doctor Who's only really gotten to be good like that, in my opinion, over the course of. towards the end of David Tennant and through the Matt Smith uh, era. Because I I, I stumbled across it. I haven't watched Doctor Who since I was a kid. Yeah. And I stumbled across one night, just channel hopping on TV, an episode of the Matt Smith series. And I thought it was brilliant. It, yeah. it was, the writing was brilliant was fantastic the characters were great the special effects were way better than I ever remember it being Yeah. so yeah it, it was good and I, but I, I tried to go back to the start of like the new series if that makes sense from when Christopher Eccleston came yeah. in to be a Doctor and it's so twee it's just uh, but now it's getting really good and I, I think this will probably get a lot more people interested in it um, they, because it's not just that Peter Capel, I and mean, we all know him from the thick of it, and he's amazing in that. But he's he is a genuinely a, an amazing actor. I yep. think he could bring quite a lot to it. So, and he's a massive fan as well of the show. The, the the special that they had on BBC One where they revealed who he was. Yeah. They showed a letter he had printed in the Radio Times when he yep. was fifteen years old, <laughs> yeah. saying how much he loved Doctor Who and Nerd. stuff like that. So. Yeah. Have you seen the new Thor trailer?
0: Uh, I think so. Well, I'm sure it will be good.
1: Yeah. I, I wasn't thrown that thrown by the last yeah. one the the coolest part of the trailer is I, I, I stay in um, Greenwich which yeah. is like southeast London and uh, Greenwich gets absolutely destroyed <laughs> at the start of the trailer that was kind of the coolest thing to see because they film it round about the Maritime Museum and yeah, Greenwich yeah. Park and stuff like that which is pretty cool but yeah. it's got Tom Hiddleston in it so I'm happy but yeah I think that's all my movie news nice so what films have you seen since the last time I've only actually been to see one film in the cinema I think no, I've I've definitely been to see more than that, but I can't remember. So they can't have been <laughs> it kind of was good. that good, yeah. Yeah, and um, one film I did go and see just before the weekend was uh, Only God Forgives, oh, the yes. Ryan Gosling movie. It, it's been getting kind of polarized reviews. Yeah, it, a lot of five stars and a lot of one stars and no oh, stars. Right. Apparently, it was the same when it, it when it premiered at uh, sorry when it previewed at Cannes Film Festival. Half the audience booed and walked out, <laughs> and then half of them thought it was amazing. <laughs> okay, so. I I was kind of preparing myself, because I really enjoyed Drive, which was the Gosling finding ref and Team Up before. It was an amazing film. Absolutely amazing. But because the reviews had been so harsh and kind of polarised, I was preparing myself for it not to be all that good. But I actually really, really enjoyed it. I think probably the best thing about it is um, Kristen Scott Thomas. She plays Ryan Gosling's uh, mum in it. So the basic premise is Ryan Gosling and his brother, they're both Americans. They're out in Bangkok. Yeah. And they kind of run a fighting club as a cover for drug circle that they're involved in. His older brother is killed uh, very near to the start of the thing. And his mother comes out to, you know, take the body home. And there's a couple of different things that happen when it's out there. But Kristen Scott Thomas is, I always want to call her Kristen Scott Donkey. <laughs> because I think that's what oh, um, yeah. Jeremy Clarkson refers to her on Top Gear. I don't like Top Gear, so I don't know why that thing's... But anyway... Um, she she is absolutely fantastic, and also the guy who plays like the police captain Chang. I'm trying to pronounce his name. I can't remember. How do you say it? Vi- Vitaya Panzran Gram?
0: Don't complain term. when I don't pronounce Scottish names properly. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's not quite the same thing. But <laughs> well, apparently, the, and this is a really uh, accurate description of what she's like. Um, Kristen Scott Thomas's character Crystal was uh, kind of half-modelled after Shakespeare's Lady Macbeth and half after fashion designer Donatella Versace. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, it, she's great. It, it looks amazing. The cinematography is beautiful. It's got an incredible score. Uh, Cliff Martinez, who's done quite a few of the Nicholas Finding Refn films, scores this one again, and it's amazing. It's probably a Marmite movie, but, you know, it's one of those ones you'll either love or hate. Yeah. It, there's no real kind of middle ground. It's quite slow-paced, and the action set pieces are intense but kind of generally arrive out of nowhere and um, right. so it can like change speed very quickly and it doesn't really build up to them and stuff a lot and I think as well to me that a lot of people are just going oh it's really boring you know Ryan Gosling's only got 22 lines of dialogue the entire film but I think it's definitely not that film that you just watch at surface level because right. it is it's very suggestive and it's imagery and, and, and all that kind of thing I think there's much more going on than just what you see happening on screen because you don't really know if, if what you're watching is real is it a nightmare is it a dream okay. is it, um, uh, I think it can be taken a number of different ways as well like a, a, some sort of horrific eastern fairy tale or comment on religion comment on motherhood comment on violence it's just loads of different things So, but yeah if, if you are in any way intrigued by any of the hype that's surrounding it definitely go and check it out because it's, it's good
0: nice
1: uh, and two other films that I caught up from the, I think they were out earlier on this year um, both both of which I thought were amazing I was on a an early morning train back to Scotland over the weekend to visit some family so I, I managed to watch these the first one was Oblivion Tom Cruise movie
0: yeah we were talking about that last, I saw that last week as well
1: what did you think of it? loved it I thought it was fantastic yep. absolutely fantastic and I don't know why it didn't get better reviews right. than it did because it got kind of average ones you know mm. But I, I, I thought it was great. The graphics, it, I mean, it looks beautiful.
0: Yeah, that sky thing that they live in, that's all projectors. It's not yeah. green screen. So it looks amazing.
1: It's incredible. I, I, and there's like some really nice sci-fi in there, like good yep. science fiction, the, the ideas round about it and stuff. I just, I, I thought it was fantastic. Great cast again. I I, I thought the the British girl in it, um, Andrea ricebro she was fantastic as Cruise's kind of partner and lover. Yeah. I thought, oh, I haven't seen her in any films before. But then... Um, I checked through IMDb and she's actually in Welcome to the Punch, which I saw haven't seen earlier that. on, and uh, I completely forgot she was in it, <laughs> so she can't have been that good in that, but she's
0: great in this. There's a few major flaws of the film, though. Uh, like, like what? What Spoilers if you haven't seen it, but the whole point of them being down there is to service these robot, these drone things. Yeah. The aliens built the drone things in the first place, so why don't they just use whoever is servicing them or building them in the first place to go and look after them rather than having this whole elaborate scheme of people to fix them. makes sense? And when they went up into the ship, there were loads of those drones up there. Yeah. So they could have just flown them down to be repaired, to replace them. Yeah, they I don't
1: know. I was exceptionally... I'd slept for about half an hour uh. in the office <laughs> before I, 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 um, I got the train... And I've been up since 4.30 in the morning, so I didn't really question anything like that when <laughs> yeah. I was watching it. But yeah, I suppose... Yeah, there are kind of like plot holes and I can't really talk about it that much because you don't <laughs> want to give too much away. But um, yeah. Overall, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good.
0: If we ignore the yeah. thing. I did a really good soundtrack as well. Yeah, a bit of Led Zeppelin there. Can't go wrong with yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was cool. And more than Freeman. <laughs> he was great. More
1: than Freeman. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he was cool in it as well, but he's cool in anything, so... Oh, uh, and the other film that I watched which I thought was brilliant, was Wreck-It Ralph. Have you seen Wreck-It yeah, Ralph? that film, yeah. I thought it was tr- amazing. It was so mm-hmm. funny. And it was, I, d- I guess, it. you'd probably appreciate it more. Not not say that it, it's only exclusively for people that grew up playing games, but I think you'd appreciate the jokes and yeah. stuff a lot more if you've grown up in that period yeah. of having a games console in your house. I loved all the little um, nods to the different games and stuff like that. You know, yeah. like when, when the arcade first closes... And Ryu and uh, Ken yep. are battling on the Street Fighter one. <laughs> and as soon as they, they they know that there's nobody watching them, they're, they're just like, hey, do you want to go to the bar? Do you yep. want to go to Tempers? <laughs> yeah, only for a are in the first round. Uh, I just thought that was so cool. And when he's in the, at the start, the kind of, was it called Bad Anon? Like the Alcoholics Anonymous group oh, for bad yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. And he's like surrounded by like Dr. Robotnik from yeah. Sonic and one of the ghosts from Pac-Man. And, Bites. And- yeah, it's, it's brilliant. And I think Cooper's in there as well yeah. from, from Mario Brothers. I thought it was great. The, I, the characterization of the vo- the voices were were great because I think sometimes with these films they take people who are big names, yeah. but they don't really carry a presence to an animated voice if that makes yeah. sense. But John C. Riley and Sarah Silverman I thought were both amazing as the two kind of main characters, and it was just it was a really sweet story. I again I'm putting this down to the fact that I would had half an hour sleep the night before, but I cried <laughs> at the end of it. I did. I was I was kind of sobbing to myself from the train. It's it's the bit new. Oh, I don't want to give away. The, the ending, it's a bit near the end when you think something bad, really bad's going to happen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, no, please. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, but it was great. And I loved the, the, the ending wasn't corny in that he's, the resolution to the film I thought was great. Yeah. And his character and stuff like
0: that, I thought that was great. So,
1: yeah. But I uh, I definitely recommend both of those. If you haven't seen Wreck-It Ralph or
0: Oblivion, definitely check them out. It's definitely, I recommend those as well. I saw Paranorman. Oh yeah, is that any good? It's Brilliant. Yeah, the animation is unbelievable. Is, um, is it kind of like uh, like stop motion or is it computer? It's, all, it's all stop motion, but it looks like it's CG. It's that good. Is it? Um. They use a three D printer to make all the faces. so... Ah right, okay. Um. Yeah, yeah. The animation is unbelievable. It's, it's not only that; it's the cinematography as well. So. It's a Tim Burton film. No, it, it looks. Burton-esque. because that's <clears throat> Frank, and, Frank Winnie and Winnie. That's Tim what I'm getting going mixed up with, yeah. But it is kind of Tim Burton-esque, but it's a really good film. It's a standard story, you know, boy gets bullied, blah blah blah, all that sort of stuff. So it's all been done before, but it's just it's really good. The voices are really good. The ending's pretty good. I don't want to give the ending away, but the gra- <laughs> it's just the graphics and the animation are just mind blowing. Really, mm. much better than even some CG films. It looks better than that. Really. Another CG film that I saw. Hotel Transylvania. What on earth is that? It's a hotel for monsters, basically. And right. Adam Sandler is Dracula. Okay. And he makes a ho- out. I've not even heard no, of that before. A few months ago. was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. He or last year I can't remember. He yeah, basically sets up a hotel in the dark forest so all the monsters can escape from burning torches of humans and whatnot. <laughs> okay. it's, it's the anim- the animation isn't that great, but it is really good. It kind of reminds me of a Ren and Stimpy cartoon. okay, okay. Cool. Just the way they sort of just... When Dracula gets really angry, his eyes goes red and the background goes red. He goes... <laughs> and the way he walks around, just it really reminded me of Ren and Stimpy. Um, the voice is really good. Steve Rashimi's in it. Adam Sandler's the Dracula, and Andy Sandberg is the human that enters into the hotel. okay, okay. So he plays like a sort of traveler dude who falls in love with Dracula's daughter, you know, the classic story. Yeah. uh, It's a good film. The kids loved it, so there's enough humor in there for adults to get as well. Yeah. Especially when they're accidentally walking into people's hotel rooms. (laughs) (laughs) One of the
1: monsters doing a using a blow-up doll or something like that.
0: oh yep they open up one door and there's two fleas on a bed and they go oh my god I didn't know I didn't know <laughs> which you can't see these the two dots <laughs> there is a bit where he turns into a bat and has to fly in the sunlight and for some reason doesn't burst into flames straight away even though mm. they keep saying can't go in the sun can't go in the sun and he's sitting in the sun for a very long time yeah which is a bit bizarre but anyway it was a good film <laughs> Well, so that's it for this episode of the Movie Digest. I've been JQ. And I've been Finn. And we'll see you next time. Whenever that may be. Same bad time. <laughs> Same bad channel. See you later.
1: Bye.